morning. God bless you. I want to thank you for joining us. SML, that's Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Today is November 28, 2021, and this is Pastor Carl Henderson. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m. Yes, there is a new time, 9 a.m. Tuesday Bible study, 7 p.m. And on Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. If you want to know what God is doing, if you want to know what he's done, Genesis to Revelation, we're talking about the move of God. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Listen, there is no plan B. Only a plan A. That's Alpha. That's God's plan. So we're going to stick to God's plan and adhere to whatever he has to say. At this time, we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer. And right after prayer, we'll have our opening scripture uh, coming from Brother Don. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray and ask that you would bless, Lord God, the ears of your word this morning. Lord God, remember those that are sick. Touch them, Lord God, raise them up. Lord, touch those that are shut in, cannot be in service because of the situation that they are, uh, that have them bound right now. Lord, but their desire is to be in your house. Lord, we pray and ask that you would bless them, Lord God. Keep their minds stirred and stayed upon you. Lord God, help them to live safe. Help us all to live safe. Lord God, we pray and ask that you remember the bereaved family, those that have lost loved ones. Lord God, those that are dealing with the, the pain that the loss brings. Lord Jesus, ask that you would bless them, Lord God. Comfort their hearts as only you can do. Lord God, you know and understand what it means and what it feels like, Lord, because you were here uh, redeeming us. And you experienced it and you saw it for yourself. Lord God, remember those that are in financial crunches. They're seeking, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're seeking to be good stewards. Lord God, they're not, uh, they're, they're being frugal in their spending. Lord God, so that they can have. Lord Jesus, and you know the opposition that comes up. Lord Jesus, you know the taxation that the enemy brings. And ask that you would help, Lord. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Lord, in our finances and relationships. I pray and ask that you would touch those that are interfering with marriages, stir their mind up, send a spirit of confusion in their home, in their life, Lord God, so that they will stop. Lord Jesus, I pray against you. For your word says that whatever you have joined together, let no man put asunder. Lord God, and so we pray and ask that you would stir up that woman that's cheating, that man that's cheating, Lord God, that the family units are being infected and destroyed. I pray and ask that you would touch their hearts, Lord, that they would be convicted and stopped. Lord, we pray and ask that you would move in, uh, Lord God, in administrations. You know the needs of your people locally in the neighborhood, Lord, in the city, across this country. We pray and ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Good morning, saints and friends. 
Today's reading will be the first division of the Psalms. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seateth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like the tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The, un the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which, is, which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of the word. Have a blessed day. At this time, before we go into uh, there's a particular song I, I was desiring to hear, but before we go there, I, I want to, uh, there's a few announcements uh, that need to be made. Our announcer is not well so there's many announcements that have been missing, uh, but I'm not going to give the devil a place. And so I just want you to know, remember, on the first Sunday, it's fast day. The first Sunday, everyone should be fasting, drink water, you know, stay hydrated. I want you to stay hydrated. Do that. Water does that kidney good. And so drink water, drink plenty of water, but stay away from food. Water does not include cranberry juice for your kidney, you know, for those of you that want to get detailed. Now, water, drink water, or juices. If you are on some type of medication and you cannot fast from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m., uh, excuse me, from, from midnight, from midnight until 3 p.m. the next day, then, um, you know, take your medication. Do what you can do and be sincere unto the Lord. We're not talking about you know, sometimes people will say, I'm being sincere, but they're cheating at the same time. Let's not cheat. Let's consecrate ourselves unto the Lord. On next Sunday, next Sunday, uh, we have a 1230 service. We have a, a dynamic speaker that, that I've grown up with through the years that's going to be presenting the word of God uh, at 1230. Uh, service will start at that time. Uh, There'll still be teaching at nine uh, regarding the book of Revelation. But we're going to have uh, another service at 1230 on next Sunday. It's a special service that has been put together by some of the pastors. And, and so, um, and then at four o'clock, we will also have another service uh, with a dynamic speaker. So you're going to want to tune in at 1230. Well, let me back up. You're going to want to tune in at nine o'clock. You're going to want to tune in at 1230. You're going to want to tune in at four o'clock. You're not going to want to miss next Sunday as the word of God explodes here from Cornerstone Apostolic Church. And if you can, uh, if you're in the area, come by. Come by at either any of those times at 1230 or at 4 o'clock. And so uh, be my invited guest and come in and just stop in and wave your hand and give God praise and give him glory. Certainly, I'm excited about Jesus. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing and what he has planned for us. You know, it's good to, to be in God's plan. 
someone said the safest place is in the will of God. And I believe that. I believe it is the safest place. I believe it can withstand the bombshells of the enemy. It can withstand whatever storm may arise. The Bible said the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous can run into it and be safe. And so with that being said, we're going to, there's a, a song that uh, says, Lord, take over, take over. And I, I think we need God to take over. And so we're going to, let's, let's join in into singing this. I'm not going to lead this this morning, but let's listen uh, as we prepare for the word of God and uh, usher in the spirit of the Lord.
Are you telling the Lord to take over until you're all consumed? You know, I believe that there's some consuming that needs to be done in our lives. There's some things that we need to put aside. That there's some things that we need to shut down. I believe it's over in Corinthians where Paul says that, that we need to bring our thoughts into subjection. Um, and and don't, don't try to tell everybody else, don't try to tell anyone else what to do until you yourself are obedient unto God. You need to bring your thoughts and bring that, that area into control in your life. The excuses we make needs to be consumed. The things that we do, that we, we give God excuses, and but we don't give those excuses to our jobs. We don't give them to friends. We don't give them to other folks. My goodness. God probably has, you know, he collects the prayers of the saints. There, there's a, the Bible said that the prayers of the saints, even the tears about how many excuses have been, good thing he don't hold on to our excuses that we make. It'd probably be more than, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, we're going we're gonna to go on into the word of God. Not going to bore your patience this morning. I solicit your prayers. And certainly I want God to take over. And that means that you have to yield yourself. God's not going to force himself on you. You know, I, when I was studying uh, about uh, addictions, uh, if you've ever been there, you know, there's many people that have had addictions and been in all types of substance abuse. And they also study about it. And so in learning about addiction as well, because it was a class that I um, one of the things that I remember, uh, someone said, if God wanted me to stop uh, drinking, he would knock the glass out of my hand. But we know that that's not true. It's something you have to let go of. Whatever is going on in your life, you're going to have to get out that relationship. You're going to have to break it up, that, you know, that relationship. Just cut it off like you cut off other relationships, but don't cut off your relationship with God. We're in the book of Revelation and we're in we're in the ninth chapter now. We're in the ninth chapter. And we've talked about a number of things that John had seen. And this is a simple study of the word of God, you know. Um, and, and so my prayer is that you receive what God has. We believe in the unadulterated truth. Not going to sugarcoat it. Not going to um, extract anything, and certainly not going to add anything to it, because God would be dishonored by doing that. And so, uh, the Bible says, beginning at the first verse of the ninth chapter, and the fifth angel sound. The fifth angel sound. The fifth angel sounded. So that means that there have been other angels that have already sounded and he said I saw a star fall from heaven up on the earth and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit and he opened the pit the, the bottomless pit and there arose a smoke out of the pit some of you are going to be here to experience this mm -hmm. pastor why do you say that because if you're not wholeheartedly, either you're all in or you're all out. 
God's not playing that relationship thing that we do where we give somebody half a heart. We give somebody a little bit of our time and, and say that it's all good. This ain't no friends with benefit relationship. Uh, no. Either you're all in or you're all out. God's not playing it. So uh, that's why I make the statement. But listen, I, my desire in the teaching of this is that you don't find yourself here. <coughs> that you don't find yourself in, a situ in this situation. And that is the reason that God has given us revelation. Um, and uh, so listen. And he opened the bottomless pit and there arose thank you Jesus a smoke out of the pit and as the pit of a great furnace and the sun and the air was darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit and there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth and unto them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. So there's a great, there's a pit and that pit filled with smoke coming out of it as a furnace. And there's locusts that are also coming out upon the earth and they have power and the, even as the scorpions have power. You know, you, you hear about scorpions. Um, you've seen scorpions. These locusts, the Bible said, these locusts have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men, only those men, only those people which have not the seal of God in their forehead. There's going to be some folks that do not have the seal of God. Maybe today uh, you're, you're thinking that you're okay, but have you been sealed by God? The, this, because see, there is a what you have heard of called the rapture or being caught up because the word rapture is not in the Bible, but it, it's a description of being caught up quickly, caught up. The Bible said the moment and the twinkling of an eye, we shall be changed, but that's not everyone. Those that are changed are those that are sealed by God. Have you been sealed? The only way to be sealed by God is to have your sins remitted. And that's why we press and stress uh, remission of sin uh, in Jesus' name, because he said repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name. That's why we stress and press that you should tarry on the altar for the Holy Ghost, even if you think you're okay. You should still be asking God. The apostles were filled with the Holy Ghost more than once. And so if they are God's leaders that he uh, left here as under shepherds to uh, disciple more, which I am a disciple of, and so are uh, those that believe and are uh, practicing belief. 
See, there's a difference in believing and there's and practicing, and then there is belief and with no practice. He that believeth and is, uh, so therefore it is an action that we take. And so if you have not been sealed, you're going to be here. If the Lord was to come, that you would be here to experience. And to them, it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion. So these locusts are going to do something that is going to torture, that is going to torment those that encounter them and is going to last five months. Their tor tor torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. And in those days shall man seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die and death shall flee from them. So there will be not be an escape uh, during this time. And there's more to be said about that uh, later on as we uh, travel through the book of Revelation. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses, prepared unto battle. And on their heads were, as, were crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of women and their teeth as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings were, was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like scorpions and there were stings in their tails. And their power was hurt was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name is the, in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollon. One woe is past. One woe. This is only one woe. There was three woes at the sound of the, uh, the, the fourth trumpet. And this is one of them now that we're reading about. And behold, there was come two more woes hereafter. So this is one of three. One of three. Now recall, we, we're walking through the book of Revelation. And the Lord has given the Apostle John a panoramic view of events that, will, that have been touched on by Enoch. The Bible said Enoch, and you read in the book of Genesis, that Enoch walked with God. And he was not because God took him. But Enoch also left a testimony. He left a prophecy that the Lord is coming back with 10,000s of his saints. And it's in the book of Jude. So Enoch had something else to say before when he, uh, that the Lord had gave him permission to speak. And so John has a panoramic view of events. Ezekiel talked about the end time. Daniel has spoken about the end time and many... Many others have spoken about the end time. So understand that there is an end. Uh-huh. And uh, just looking in the natural, we know that we do not live a zillion years in this body. Think about your children. They, they, you saw them birth. They grew up. They 
and that's it. And they, and you grew older. And so we're all changing. We're all seeing transformation in our bodies. Some to the glory of God. You know, it doesn't matter um, uh, you, you, as you change, as long as God is getting the glory from you. And, and so there's going to be change that occurred. John has been uh, touched and is touching on uh, things and God, uh, we're walking with God uh, in fellowship. You want your fellowship to be pleasing with God, pleasing enough to be caught up by God. John is receiving and sharing very important information. Out of all the books of the Bible, this one is not about changing your life then. This book, Revelation, is not about you, that you got left behind and now it's time for you to change and you're like, no, this is a warning to change your life before then. And what to expect if you do not change prior to the church or the close of the dispensation of grace. Not many talk about the dispensation of grace, but I am a recipient, just as you are, of the dispensation of grace. That's where we are right now. Four angels have blown their trumpet and three woes pronounced. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. When the fifth angel blew his trumpet, another angel descended. It was a signal, and something took place. Angels are represented through the scripture as servants of the Most High God, some pastors, uh, others angelic beings, celestials. And so Revelation 1 and 20 uh, plainly makes that clear, the mystery of the seven stars, which thou seest in my hand and the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven candlesticks, which thou saw John was writing to them to let them know that uh, some of you got some shenanigans going on that you need to stop. Can I, can I just talk this morning? I'm just going to be plain and simple. You got some shenanigans that need to come to a halt. He cut that stuff out. Uh, don't be religious, all dogmatic, you know, no one believe like me. Uh, if they don't teach the way I teach, if they don't, uh, you know, then, then you're not right with God. Listen, the only truth that there is, is the word of God. And that's from Genesis to Revelation. And that's what the apostles, they taught, they preached the word of God from the Old Testament they didn't have a New Testament to preach from. They preached Christ. They preached the monotheistic view of God through the Old Testament. They taught that he was God, manifest in the flesh. They taught the baptism in his, they taught the word of God using that of the Old Testament. And so when we consider, when we look at what John is teaching what John is presenting, what John is saying he is giving and sounding out a warning. And so the stars have names. Isaiah 40 and 26 says, uh, lift up your eyes and look to the heavens who created all these. 
He who brings out the starry host one by one and calleth forth each of them by name because of his great power and mighty strength. Not one of them is missing. When God calls their name, they answer. When God calls your name, do you answer? We should be just as oh, practicing, you know, we were talking about practice this morning and practice makes progress. We need to practice um, answering God when he calls, being as responsive as everything else that God has created to respond to his call, to respond to his will, uh, to do whatever he, because if creation did not respond according to God's will, then we would be in all type of trouble. It is safe to say names are associated with character, associated with personality. Job 38 and 7 says, While the morning stars sang together, and all the angels shouted for joy. So the stars are singing and making merry unto the Lord. And the angels shouted with joy. Well, the same thing that we should be doing because the Bible tells us that he is looking uh, for those that worship him in spirit and in truth. He's not looking for a show. He's not looking for a churchzilla, but he's looking for spirit of worship and in truth. Another angel makes his interest upon the earth. And he is given a key. He is tasked with the responsibility of opening a bottomless pit. The Bible says, and he opens the bottomless pit and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace and the sun and the air were darkened by the reason of the smoke of the pit. Now, several times John sees the uh, the solar system impacted. Uh, Peter pronounces and said that the, the solar system is going to uh, that the, is going to melt with a great fervent heat. Uh, you know, so uh, others have already talked about how the solar system in, is going to be impacted on that day. John sees the solar system impacted by the wrath of God. The inhabitants of the earth sees the sun, the moon, the stars changing from their current state into a horrifying scene as never before. The star in this vision opens the bottomless pit, which says that it is a character. It is a, it is a celestial being. Now, some commentaries uh, have seen, said this was the bottomless pit was hell where angels are bound and waiting for judgment. However, the witnesses uh, and scripture does not uh, confirm this. No, you need to be careful when you're reading commentaries because uh, the carnal mind cannot receive the things of the spirit. That's why they have uh, four and five different gods fighting one devil. Well, who's more powerful than? Well, let's, let's just be candid there. God created, he's God, he's sovereign all by himself. And it doesn't take a whole host. Um, uh, he created Lucifer. Uh, read Ezekiel. He created him. 
And so that doesn't make him a god sovereign. He is a fallen chair. He's fallen. And so uh, the common uh, carnal minds does not receive the things of the spirit. And so that's why they're caught up into so many other distractions and directions. And, and so, uh, the, however, the witnesses, the scripture does not bear witness to those statements that the commentaries have made. The description of hell deferred uh, to the uh, bottomless pit and hell does have an ending. Something bottomless does not have an ending. So there is some place, somewhere, that you're reading and hearing about that is endless, bottomless. Being there has no stop. My God. Jude says, and the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation. They willingly did it. They willingly left uh, the state of being that they were in. Don't follow what the angels did. Those that left, those that defied God, those that willingly uh, followed after Lucifer. And the Bible said, he have reserved in everlasting chains under darkness into the judgment of the great day. Now, Revelation 9 and 14 said, and there is some, uh, and there are some lots in place at the, uh, there are some angels, demonic spirits, that are locked in place at the Euphrates River. Uh-huh. And so uh, then 2 Peter 2 and 4 says, for God hath spared not the angels that sin, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains unto darkness, reserved unto judgment. So they're in a place. They're in a place. Now, the Bible tells us that when Jesus was crucified, uh, that when he gave up the ghost, no man takes my life, but I lay it down. Uh, and he went down and he preached to those that were sometime disobedient. They were not in a pit fallen eternally. No, they were in uh, a shire, or what is referred to as a grave. And he went and preached to them that were sometimes disobedient. And they walked out. The Bible said that they're witnesses that saw those that had passed on walking through the streets of Jerusalem. They were walking on the word of God. And that, that, that also, and you know, a Jew who betrayed Jesus was on that side of the cross. And he also heard the message of redemption. Well, we'll visit that another day. Hebrews. 11 and 3 says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that all things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The world. So there are things, there are that which exists that you do not are clueless about at this time. But through faith, we understand the worlds were framed. What worlds? Whatever world God framed. Whatever worlds he created that you're not totally privileged to at this time. But one thing that we're talking about is the bottomless pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts out of the earth, upon the earth, and unto them were given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. In the bottomless pit were locusts and a keeper of those locusts. Notice the keeper has charge of what is in the bottomless pit, the locusts. But neither the keeper or the locusts had power to control the pit. 
It wasn't until the star was released and came down with the key to the bottomless pit that opened it. The fifth angel sounded. A star fell from heaven and he had authority. He had the key. Keys represent authority. Making him the custodian of the bottomless pit. Now nothing was going in or going out unless the celestial being with the key allowed it with God's instructions. I remember seeing Mount St. Helen uh, erupt. This is 1980. Some of you was just born. Some of us was young, running around. That was 41 years ago. We lived in Altadena, California, just 30 miles north of Los Angeles. Mount St. Helen is located uh, in Washington, a little over a thousand miles away. And the, the eruption of that volcano left a gloom, not only over Los Angeles, but the US, USA Today said the, the literal blast scorched and flattened about 230 square miles the, density, the, the ashes that it left was like you watching a flood come through the city. The cars was covered up to their roof with the ash from the volcano. It blanketed the area with such debris in about 15 minutes. The, the, the plume of the ashes rose over 80,000 feet. And over the next few days, the wind had blew uh, nearly 520 million tons of ash east toward the U.S., causing uh, the darkness of the skies. The people in Spokane might have thought that, that the rapture had taken place and they was left and was dealing with. It was that terrifying. You don't know what people dealt with at that moment, the, the horror that they felt as they watched the sky blacken with smoke and couldn't see nothing as they experienced the eruption of that volcano. I can't begin to imagine the fear, the horror that they lived through. Neither can you experience or imagine the horror that uh, if you get left behind, that you will experience during this moment. The eruption is different, a different type. They were told not, the locusts were told not to hurt anything on the earth. Don't hurt the vegetation. And the scripture says, and it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass or the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not seen, not been sealed by God. Revelation 7, 2 and 4 says, and I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried out with a loud voice saying to the four angels whom was given to hurt the, the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their forehead. And so if you're not sealed, again, you're going to be left to experience this. And not only this, but so much more as we teach the revelation. Now, this is known as a time of Jacob's trouble. Jeremiah 37 says, Alas, for the day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble, and he shall be saved out of it. You're not Jacob, <laughs> even if your name is Jacob this morning. You're not Jacob. You're not part of Jacob's children, neither the 144 
in uh, the remnant that God speaks about being saved during the tribulation. There are some that feel they are brave enough to live a life of sin. I can do what I want to do when I want to do it. I'm, I'm going to live through it, and I'm going to live through the tribulation period and endure the judgment and, and be saved. Well, don't you know the dispensation of grace is closing? Also uh, known as a time of the Gentiles, the outer court that was at the temple is being removed. We'll have to, uh, we'll have ended when the saints are caught up. When the trump of God shall sound and the dead in Christ rise first and then we which are alive are caught up, then the dispensation of grace is closed at that time. Now, if you can't hang with what's going on now and God has poured out his spirit and uh, that which is referred to as the Holy Ghost, which is present today, how will you hang when it's gone? Now, you have to read 2 Thessalonians. It's your reading assignment because the Bible speaks about the spirit of Antichrist uh, doing and ready to move and do what it wants but cannot because of the presence of the Holy Ghost. Jeremiah 12 and 5 said, If thou hast run with the footmen, and they have wearied thee. You, you've tried to hang with what's going on uh, right now. You've tried to hang with everything and, and you're getting tired and you're worn out just in the natural sense. Then how canest thou contend with horses when there's something much stronger, something more brazen, something more powerful that is going, how are you going to be able to stand in? If you can't commit to, to what God has given us now through his grace and mercy, how can you commit then? Fear, that's not going to work. You got to learn and love to hate, love the good and hate the evil that God has brought to our attention. The fifth verse says, and to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of the scorpions when they are have striken a man. And in those days shall man seek death and shall not find them, and shall desire to die, and shall flee from them. Those without the seal will suffer with a single, or what about multitude, stings that will last five months. You get stung today, you get stung tomorrow, you get stung afterward, and it's going to last five months, period. There is no medication. There is, there's going to be an overwhelming, the, uh, you can't even, the state of the hospitals, prisons, uh, administration there is a hopeless it's a hopelessness that's going to impact worldwide those that people will be praying unto uh, whatever that whatever they have replaced sovereign God with not to be answered because this is the day of salvation this is the time right now it don't matter if it don't line up with the word of God then there is no salvation, period. There's no excuses. There is no, well, this is what, no, it's whatever God says, period. There is no, uh, no adding to that. Remember, we don't take from the word of God. We don't add to the word of God. We don't make God equal to anything else. He's God. He's sovereign. That's what got Israel in trouble. That's what placed humanity in trouble. 
The shape of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were as it were crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men, and they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth as the teeth of lion, and they had breastplates as the breastplates of iron, and the sound of the wings were as the sound of trumpets, and many horses running to battle. A crown represents power, authority, royal sovereignty. In this instance, they had sovereignty in their commission to carry out God's will. Iron is universally perceived as a symbol of human strength. However, these locusts have the strength over humans. They have the fortitude. They have the courage. They have the sharpness. They have the tenacity. And they have power. It says they have teeth like lions, which is capable of what? Attaching itself, gripping and the tearing of me. And you want to stay here? You want to live in such a way that you encounter this? I'm telling you, this, as Paul, Peter said to them on the day of Pentecost, they, they asked, they said, men and brethren, what must we do to be saved? Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for remission of sin. He go, and the Bible says that he goes on with many other words, telling them to save yourself from this untorn generation. Save yourself. You've got to make up in your mind, you have to be determined to follow what the word of God says and nothing else. He's the authority. He's the power. He's the one, if he did not give breath in that body, you would not be breathing right now with the ability to even have an opportunity to change. The 10th verse says, and they had tails like them to scorpion and they were stings and the tails and the power to hurt men. Now the heterometrist uh, swimmer uh, Demi is one of the largest scorpions. Uh, it's a forest type creature. I, I wanted to say insect, but it is about nine inches long, weighs about two ounces. And so there's really nothing that compares to this creature when you're talking about size. And I was watching, just looking at some of the video of what this thing looked like. These are locusts that have a totally different description. You've seen insects in your life that, that look frightening, look like little alien creatures from some planet, someplace that because of the outer limits are creature feature or whatever you grew up watching as far as, but just think about this. These are creatures that have been loose from a pit where they're reserved, where they're held right now. That, that is not something that's commonly spoken about, but yet in that day and in that time will be loosed. And they had a king over them, which is the king, the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon. And in the Greek, Apollyon. You might be saying, well, I have a chance with the, uh, and, and I'm going to take my chance in the pleasure of sin. And, and I'm going to give my life to Christ later. Now, listen, there's no other way but through Christ. Because the Bible plainly says, if you come up any other way, you're a thief and a robber. And we know no thief, robber, liars, fornicator, adulterers, idol worship, anything of that nature is going to stand in the presence of God. And so you may be saying, I'm going to wait till later. 
But listen, later can also be too late. The worst thing that there is is to be too late. How many times there was an opportunity and you went to take advantage of that opportunity, but you waited, you prolonged. I was uh, a friend of mine was was going to uh, had passed the background inspection, everything um, uh, that needed to go through, and was on their way to meet the chief. And there was traffic. Made them hours late. It was too late. It was too late. You know, in the military, they uh, on time is too late. Fifteen minutes early is on time. We should also treat God that way. Be on time. Be on time to his service. Leave on a decent time to be ready to, in case there's a flat, in case there's something that occurs along the way so that we can be on time. Too late. Two words of the English language that I never, ever want to experience again in my life. And I encourage you not to allow that to be said of God. Too late. Many are telling God, I, I wait until uh, I'm finished doing me. Well, listen, you go ahead and do you, boo. Go ahead and do you. Go ahead. I want to encourage you to do you. Do all that you want to do. Do you do, I, 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 I want to say so much more, but, but I, my time is, 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 is running out on but listen, the, the, the clock started ticking on May 14, 1948, when Ezekiel, God told Ezekiel, speak to those dry bones. And Ezekiel prophesied, and those dry bones came to life in 1948. Well, that was the ticking. That started the clock. Because at that point, there's other prophecies that said the generation that see this. Don't you know that there are those worldwide that are looking for the coming of Christ. Our, our American calendar does not line up with everyone's calendar. And you don't know what time frame that you have. And so my encouragement to you is to allow yourself to be consumed by God. Allow yourself to give and be wholly committed unto him. Don't treat God as the relationships that you had before. This is a different relationship. This is a commitment that we need to make unto him. <coughs> Excuse me. And keep those commitments. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Until then, be blessed. And tell somebody. Share the word of God with somebody. Let them know that something. If you Google SML inside the pages, it's going to bring up all the messages and you'll get the word of God, the unadulterated truth from Genesis to Revelation. Remember the songs that are featured are those the respective property of the artists and producers. Until then, be blessed. Father, in the name of Jesus, we'll give you glory and honor. We pray and ask, Lord God, that you will keep our minds stayed upon you. Help us to walk according to your word, according to thy will. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. In Jesus' name.
Remember fasting next Sunday, 12.30 service, 4 o'clock service, guest speakers. To them be blessed. Tuesday night, the book of Daniel. Bible students, you should be studying the book of Jeremiah in order to understand what Daniel was dealing with.